What is up, everybody? It is the Make It Happen podcast with yours truly, Nolan Ulm. I am so excited for today. We have a really special guest. His name is Jalen Cropper. He is a receiver at Fresno State University. Uh, Jalen is going into his senior year, uh, and, you know, I'm super excited. You know, he had a lot of good stuff to say. Uh, Jalen has recently been, and we talk about it in the episode, but he's recently been put onto the Bolitnikoff Award watch list which gets awarded to the best receiver in the entire country uh, at the college football level every year. So he's on the watch list for that. He had a great year last year. He had 899 yards off 85 receptions and 11 touchdowns. Uh, Jalen, just a really cool guy. He's really, he's super tied in with his community. And I really just, I love how much he he wants to serve and give back and um, just a, a, a real dude and just a complete dog. Like I said in the the episode, um, some of the episodes before, you know, it's a lot of, you know, these football guys, but these lessons, these philosophies, the way they approach their life, it's applicable to any high performer in any endeavor. Um, And that's kind of what I try to bring out of these guests. I want you guys to see, you know, the way they think, what they've been through. Remember that, you know, everyone is, uh, that's where they are now started where, where they were at, right? So it's just cool to see that and kind of kind of cool to see, especially a lot of these guys, um, you know, at a really pivotal time in their career, how they're how they're moving, how they're thinking, where their head is at. And, uh, you know, just something for you guys to pick up on. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please rate, review, share this with anyone that you think needs it or would gain something from it. So with that being said, thank you guys so much. And here is Jalen Cropper. Uh, so my name is Jalen Cropper. Uh, I play wide receiver for Fresno State. Um, this will be my senior year coming up. Um, you know, very excited to get this get this going. Um, I've been playing football since man, since I was four. Um, you know, it's been a long journey. Um, been a good journey. Uh, I had a good you know pop corner career, um, good high school career, and now you know being able to play college at the D one level. Um, it's definitely a blessing. Um, you know, not a lot of people get the chance to do it. Um, so, uh, you know, I can say I'm blessed to be able to be here at the D1 level, uh, compete with, you know, some of the highest and some of the best players in the nation um, um, in hopes to get to the NFL. Um, but, you know, just being able to grind out here, um, being able to meet new people, uh, it's definitely been uh, a journey. Yeah, no doubt. That's really cool. Um, I want to start it off with, obviously, you've had some uh, – you know, put on some watch list for stuff, specifically the Blitnikoff, and then what the other one is Werfel. How do you, do you know how to say that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to say that one. <laughs> I think like Werfel, something like that. Okay, yeah. But um, for everyone who doesn't know, the Blitnikoff is awarded to the best receiver in the country. And then that other one is, it's like the, it's kind of basically like the Walter Payton Award, right, of mm-hmm. uh, like the NFL, but for college football, right? Yeah. So um, just talk about like, what does that mean to you? Because those are two really big awards. And like, um, is, is it kind of surreal to be, obviously, you know, I know that you kind of expect to be there, right? Work ethic, all that sort of stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, is, is it like a pretty cool feeling to have, but it be on the watch list for those? Yeah. You know, so, uh, actually when, um, our, one of our, our media people, Sab, uh, when she had told us, um, she had told us, uh, she had actually told me, she was like, you just got put on a uh, name to the Belinda Award watch list. Um, and that was definitely something, you know, as a receiver, 
um, you know, you have hopes for, you know, that's, you know, the best receiver um, in college football. So, you know, just to be mentioned in that, you know, that category with, you know, all these receivers um, like Jordan Addison, you know, Mar Williams, like a bunch of receivers and, and a bunch of people that, you know, come out there on Saturdays and, you know, ball out. Um, it's definitely an honor for me. Um, I think one of the, the award that I'm more, most uh, prideful in um, is that, that war. I don't know how to say it. Man, I don't even know how to say it. Uh, but I think that one was probably the one that, you know, I'm very um, excited about uh, just because, you know, that speaks very highly of, you know, my character and who I am um, and how I carry myself. Um, I think that's something that, you know, it's, it's, it's more than football. You know, everything outside of football um, is what, you know, I, I try to do. Uh, and, you know, everything that you know, I've been able to accomplish on the field, um, and set me up to, you know, be able to get back off the field. Um, and I feel like, you know, football is going to end at one point. So, you know, to be able to have that, you know, award um, and to be mentioned um, with people like, you know, how you say it's the Walter Payne Award for, you know, college football, um, you know, just being able to see a lot of people in the NFL and the people that get the Walter Payne Award um, and the things they do for their communities, um, that's definitely something that, you know, I really strive for. No, that's hella cool, bro. Um, I totally agree with you. Like that, that is such a, that's such a cool honor to, to be able to just recognize for, because like you said, like the pads are going to come off eventually. So I, I, I agree with you. It speaks a lot to your character and, and what you're doing in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look back on your, um, your career so far at Fresno, what, what does that, what does it mean to you? Um, and like, how is that, you know, how have you grown very broad question, but like if you could put that into words, because I know for you, right, you had bigger offers and you chose to stay home. Mm-hmm. So um, how has that been for you? Um, you know, I think just the, the biggest part um, and the, the best part, you know, is to be able to stay home um, and be able to play around, you know, my family. Um, I'm a big, big family oriented guy. Um, so, you know, being able to have my mom at the games, my siblings at the games, um, that was that definitely spoke louder than, you know, a lot of people really noticed. Um, I think that, you know, being able to have them there uh, made me way more comfortable um, in playing college football. Um, and I feel like, you know, when I was comfortable, um, I was playing at my best. Um, and I feel like, you know, being, being able to have them there um, was definitely something that, you know, was, was definitely um, one of the main reasons why I chose to stay here, uh, stay home and play here. Um, you know, growing up, um, dreaming of playing Fresno State football, you know, being able to, come out here, come to the games on Saturdays, watch, you know, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, um, and just, you know, being able to see them uh, when I was younger, um, that was definitely something where it's like, you know, I want to play for Fresno State. Um, but, you know, being able to stay home, um, it, it really taught me a lot, um, life lessons, um, you know, off the field, just being able to, you know, the, the person that I've become, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, the oldest of four siblings. Um, so, you know, being able to have my siblings around, um, and be able to watch over them, you know, it's definitely made me a better person, a better man, um, and definitely a better athlete. Yeah, no, that's really cool. It's cool to see. Um, obviously, that's such a such an important piece in your life, and I think um, that's a very common link between those people who are successful. They have such a big why, and for you, it's your family. Mm-hmm. And um, another, just going back to what you said before, like football is going to only be for so long, but family is number one. Um, so really cool. What is your approach day to day? And when I, when I say that, is there like a quote or something that you live by 
because um, I've heard about your work ethic and stuff, but just speak a little bit upon upon that. You know, what separates you and what's got you to be on the watch list for the Blitnikoff and um, have the stats that you've had? Uh, I want to say, so one of the main quotes that I really try to live by um, is, is something that uh, our my receiver coach from my freshman year, Kirby Moore, actually, you know, we're always in the meetings, he always told us, you know, 1%, 1% better. Um, and it was just like a 1% every day. Um, and, you know, at, at the end, it's going to rack up. So I feel like, you know, being able to live by that, you know, being 1% better than I was yesterday um, is really something that, you know, I, I, I really try to live by, um, whether it's, you know, in school, whether it's, you know, whatever I'm doing in my life, um, not just football, um, because, you know, you always can be a better person. And I feel like my 1% this offseason has been, you know, being able to give back, um, being able to host a camp for the kids, um, being able to, you know, show, you know, my character to, to, the, to the fans, to, to my family and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, being able to live by that, that, that model, that quote, uh, that Kirby, uh, Coach Kirby uh, was able to uh, tell us, um, that was definitely something that, you know, really stuck with me. And I've, I've been trying to live by that, you know, every day. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's funny you say that. We, we said that like a couple of years ago, that was kind of our thing, 1%, uh, 1% better too. But I think the, the piece that you're saying too, and the common link between everything you're kind of talking about here is um, things that are way bigger than football. And that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to have you on here, because there's going to be a lot of football people that listen, but a lot of not football people. And I think that's why you'll be successful in and out of the game, right? Because it's so much bigger than that. Um, uh, uh, next question I got for you is more kind of like, what's your, what's your purpose? What, what drives you, you know? So I know, you know, like you talked about family and stuff, but is there like, is there some underlying motives or, or things like that, that really, um, push you to, to keep going on that 1% better? Cause not every day is going to be an easy one, right? What yeah, through those tough days. Um, so, you know, just being able to grow up, um, you know, being the oldest of, a lot of grandsters. I don't even know the number now. Um, just being the oldest, um, I feel like, you know, I had that kind of that um, chip on my shoulder already, um, being able to, you know, provide for my family. Um, but I feel like, you know, in the last two, two or three years, um, I feel like it's grown greater um, than it was before. Um, I lost my grandpa a couple years back. Um, it actually be two years on uh, August 7th. Um, and I think that ever since then, you know, everything in my life changed. My mindset changed. How I look at life changed so much. Um, and I feel like I told myself, you know, it's this, I had to, I have to do it. Um, I have to, you know, whatever it takes, you know, I have to do it. Um, and, you know, I go out there every day with the mindset that I want to be the best person on the field. I want to be the best person that you know anybody meets you know when everybody when anybody comes around me and it's the first time they meet me I want to I want them to think like wow like this is a great person um and you know that's that's everything he ever wanted you know uh, my grandpa that's everything he ever wanted um he seen me um and you know the image that he had in his eyes of me um was definitely something that you know we we communicated very very well on and I feel like you know that chip on my shoulder grew very much and um now it's like you know my mindset has been uh through the roof and i feel like you know everything that i'm doing now is with with the best effort um with the best intentions that i have yeah that's 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 awesome man i i think 
yeah, we have, we're very similar in that aspect. Um, you lost your grandpa, I lost my dad. And I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, you, once you, once you kind of get near death or, you know, like kind of, um, are able to actually feel it. It's, it's so hard to really understand it until it's someone that's close to you. Right. And it really makes you realize how every day is such a gift, like you're saying. And it, it is mm-hmm. like you say, you have to, it is kind of like, I love that quote. That's like to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And you said it when you first introduced yourself, like you're blessed to be able to play D1 football. We all, we all are that are in this position. So mm-hmm. um, really, really cool. Um, next, I want to talk a little bit more about, um, I really like when I, when I get people on, I, I want to talk to them about like, what, what are some failures or things like setbacks that you've gone through that in the moment, it seemed like, damn, like this sucks, but in the long term, it kind of sets you up better or, um, and then like off that, like what's, what's your mindset towards failure when you make mistakes or whatever, right? None of us are perfect. Um, I think when, when speaking into football terms, um, I think, you know, we, we, we encountered failure a couple of times last year. Um, you know, when we knew, you know, what we had, we knew, um, what we, we were meant to be, um, as a team. Um, and I feel like, you know, seeing a, you know, a couple of losses and seeing how, you know, the season had ended. Um, I think that, you know, we really had, how I said, we had that chip on our shoulder. Um, and we realized that, you know, nobody can beat us unless it's us. Um, and I feel like everybody on our team has has the mindset of, you know, being out, being able to go out there and making the best of every practice, every meeting, um, every game, um, so that, you know, because we, we don't want to have that feeling that we had against uh, Hawaii or Boise um, because nobody likes to lose. Nobody likes to lose. And if you do like to lose, I mean, Football is not the sport that you should be playing because uh, simply like you, you shouldn't want to lose in football or anything that you do in life. Um, and if you carry that mindset with you, um, no matter what you're doing, um, that mindset of not wanting to lose and wanting to give the best effort um, because, you know, you, you have experienced um, loss, you have experienced, you know, failure. Um, and I feel like, you know, failure is one of the main things, one of the main teachers in life um, because you you learn from it um, every experience that you have if you failed you know you learn from that you see what you do um, and what you've done and you see what you what you can do better in the next situation that you you do go through um, and I feel like me as a person um, being able to have failures you know football losses or failures you know and you know when I'm doing certain things in life um, I feel like you know being able to learn from those past experiences um, set me up to to be successful in life and to you know be over, always able to you know go around that and find ways to get better. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. And I think I think you're saying that I, I like to think about it like the next best version of ourselves is on the other side of that that setback or whatever we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes sometimes like you said, like you know those those like you you shouldn't want to ever lose as, as a football player, but it wakes people up like. The biggest thing that I've noticed, and I'm sure you can relate to this, is when you fail, all of a sudden people start pondering and then they start going, okay, how can we get better? But when we're winning, mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of stuff gets overlooked, right? So failure can definitely be a blessing mm-hmm. um, in disguise. So a little bit off of that Warful or Ward, um, what, um, what made you want to, or what made you think of doing this camp? And you did it for free too. Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. What, what, like, 
why do that? And what's, what even has made you kind of go, like you said, this off season, you've been a lot, a lot of giving back what's come upon you and what, what kind of just like sparked that um, inspiration to start doing that sort of stuff for your community. Um, so I think, I mean, growing up, um, I always wanted to help out um, no matter what it was. Um, if I seen somebody down, you know, I was always trying to give the helping hand. Um, and I think that, you know, just being raised um, with the, with on my mom's side of the family um, and just seeing that every day, um, just natural from, you know, my mom, from, you know, my, my grandparents, um, just seeing how, you know, they always help, um, how they always have the spirit of lifting people up. Um, I think that's something that, you know, it inspired me. Um, and I think with, with the NIL um, and how that's been able to um, help, you know, college athletes, I think that that gave me a platform to be able to give back um, um, in college, you know, at such an early age, I feel like being able to give back is something that speaks highly um, of, of, of people's characters. Um, and I feel like being able to do that this year um, and really try to reach out to, you know, the young generations for the next generations. Um, you know, me, I have my youngest brother's three years old. Um, so, you know, just being able to see everything that he's doing, um, the things that he's learning, um, I feel like, you know, being able to touch others' lives um, and be able to, you know, help out and, and give them the right the right platforms, the right guidance in their life um, so that when they're my age, you know, they're able to tell the same stories that I have. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's that's definitely something that, you know, I feel like, you know, when if you want the change, like you got to be the change. And um, it starts with you. Um, and I feel like, you know, with with the story that I have, um, I feel like I can inspire others um, to, you know, not live the same life, but, you know, have the same morals of being able to give back, being able to help each other. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's where our society should be leading towards uh, to be together. Um, because, you know, we're all one, um, you know, we're all the same. So, uh, so I feel like, you know, being able to have that um, in installed into other people's minds, um, it's definitely something that, you know, it's, it's a start for change. But, you know, it's, it's definitely something that, you know, we all need to be doing. Hmm. Really cool. I love that. I'm going to keep that totally that quote. I really like that. If you want the change, if you want the change, you got to be the change. And it's funny you say that, too. I heard this other thing the other day, too, where. I can't remember if it was Gandhi who said it, but um, he said, be the person you wish to see in the world, right? And I think that's just exactly what you're doing. So really, really cool. And there you have it, guys. There is Jalen Cropper, um, an amazing interview, super cool guy. I respect him so much for how much he's giving back to his community. The, a, a portion of the interview got cut off because the audio wasn't converting, but he, we, we talked a lot about in the end, we talked about the mental skills and how he has overcame. Um, he used to get really distracted or it, it would bug him a little bit, getting too much in the trash talk. And specifically in practice, he talked about how, you know, and this applies to everybody. If you're not able to shift from, from period to period. So in, in a football practice, there will be, you'll be going against someone and the next moment you're not, and you're working specifically on what you have to do. And he said, if you're still making mistakes, then, you're letting the coaches, the DB, whatever, they're getting in your head, right? So you have to be able to overcome that. And he said that's a big aspect that he's grown in um, and just that emotional control piece of it. Crop also talked about how, um, you know, I said, how do you stay hungry, you know, through all the success that you've had?
And he said, well, I'm being at a smaller school. It's easy to have an instant chip on my shoulder because, you know, NFL Network isn't talking about us like they're talking about Alabama and Georgia. And even when we do get drafted, we got to perform every day. And he said, that's the way I look at it. Every single day I got to perform even here every practice because I have a disadvantage coming from from um you know not an SEC school or one of these really big schools and I think it, it was really eye-opening to me because I think it's really cool because um you know I at Eastern Washington we're even smaller and then you could look at schools that are even smaller than us right and so and even if you're in high school you're not even at a school so you got to stay hungry it, look at this guy who's has all the success is, is on the watch list to be one of the best receive to be possibly the best receiver in the country this year and he doesn't care he he's like no no i'm from fresno so i gotta keep i gotta keep working and i guarantee you anyways though too even if he was at the bigger school he would find ways to get that chip on his shoulder so it shows you a good lesson another great lesson to take out of this right if you're gonna take stuff that's applicable you got to find a way to have a chip on your shoulder to keep you going and really think okay i gotta perform every day another really cool thing he said was he really wants his community the kids in his community so the kids in his community Listen Listen to what he said, right? He said, you know, the road is going to be long. It's going to be hard, and it's going to have blood, sweat, and tears. But he wants to see other people rise up and give back like he has, and that's what it's all about, you know? And we talked about it so many times, like the game is only going to last so long. But he wants to use his platform to give back and inspire others to do it. So I'll say, you know, I'm not um, specifically tied to the Fresno community, but I can tell how much he cares so much for everyone there and he really wants to see people succeed so if you're listening to this from you're from there take his words and get after it i also asked him i said you know what was your friend group like who did you have around you and he talked about how he had guys around him his teammates that were on the same path that he was and that he said you know his mindset towards people around him is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree if you're writing notes, take that down. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And he talked about how, you know, if you surround yourself with people that are even more successful than you, it's going to motivate you to be successful and do things that you never thought you could do either. So going back to my associations episode, right, the five people you're around the most is the average of who you are. And he really spoke to that. And he said it's so important. He said not only in high school, but in college too. He talked about how his favorite memory in college was a playing at usc he dreamed of playing for usc is his um you know he really looked up to reggie bush and that's why he wears number five um and he, he you know that was that was his role model when he was young and dream school and his freshman year they played usc and as a true freshman he got the first carry first guy to touch the ball the whole season obviously other than the quarterback but um, the first play was to him, was a sweep to him. So it was just so surreal to be playing against the team that he dreamed of playing for. But, you know, not everything works out the way we want it to, but it works out the way, um, you know, it's supposed to truly and everything happens for us. So you can see how, you know, that that was for him. And then he talked about be- beating UCLA and how, you know, he said there was probably more Fresno fans there than there was UCLA fans. And whenever they would score, it was just a sea of red and, he said that was just so awesome and um, one of the best experiences other than, you know, the UNLV game, if you guys know that, where he um, 
helped Fresno come back and had some crazy scores there. But beating a Pac-12, uh, a really established Pac-12 team is, is really amazing too. Um, and then he talked about how, you know, his advice to his old self would be to um, really take advantage of his academic advisors at his school and making sure that that is all squared away and that, that there's a lot of help, right, for the tutoring, all that sort of stuff. And I said to him, I said, you know what, that's, that's a really good point. And he kind of, he was, he went, he talked a lot about how um, just using the resources in terms of people that he had there too. And I think it's huge in life. There's so many people that are right in front of your face that you're not using, that you could be using. And it's all about utilizing those because people are there to help you. People are the number one resource and we are who we are because of other people. That's just a fact. So I thought that was really cool. Um, that's what he would have said to himself um, as a true freshman coming onto campus. And he talked a lot about um, that, you know, tell, he would tell himself that, you know, you've made it, but you haven't made it. You know, you're part of 1%, full, full ride, um, everything paid for, D1 school, D1 football player, um, and just like to be proud of yourself. And I think that's a lot of people, you know, I think it was cool he said that because he's such an achiever, but he has his own ability to bring himself back down and realize that, you know, you have to, you have to celebrate what you achieve and you use that as fuel to keep going. Um, because what's the point of it if you're not enjoying it really? And that's basically what he was, he was saying to me, right. Is um, making sure that you're coming from a place of already being enough and not from a place of being empty. We talked a lot about how um, keeping his hunger and managing the, the people pulling him in different directions. Um, he talked about how, you know, he always looks at it as there's always, there's always more to do. And that was kind of the one of the cool things he said at the end too, right? There's, there's always more to learn about. There's always more to learn about. And that was one of the, the, the pieces, the last couple questions I asked him. And I'm honestly heartbroken that the audio is tripping out, but I said, what, what three things would you give to your future kids? And, and he said that one would be um, the knowledge of how to, you know, the literacy of financials, which I thought was super cool. I think any one of you, if you're looking for a skill to learn, that's huge. He said how he would want his kids to learn how to um, know how to read those things. A lot of people have no idea taxes where any of these numbers or what, what's going on, they, they just go to, and we don't have to get into this, but different hedge fund managers, mutual fund people where you're, you're really not aware of, of, of your money. And I think that, you know, what he was saying is just to take ownership of that. And um, that's, that he said out of three things he would give his kids in the future, that was one of them. So I think that's, that was a really good lesson to take, especially if something, if you want to apply out of this, one of the other things he said, like I said, is just, just knowledge. Right. And, basically telling his kids to have that growth mindset, right? There's always more to learn, like I said, and there's so much out there. And, and it's funny in life, once you, you know, the more, you know, the less, you know, and that's really what it feels like. Cause there's so many different areas of life that are so deep, broad, have skill sets there that are just crafts. And he, he was basically saying that he would love to just show them that, you know, like basically, you know, you never really should be bored because there's always something to do and, and knowledge is power. Um, and the other thing that he said he would give to his kids was um, the knowledge of, of how, like knowing how to deal with failure. 
and he said that basically, you know, failure is a beginning. That's what Jalen said. Failure is a beginning. It's not an end, right? That's, that's how you grow. That's how you learn. And that's what shapes us. I thought that was super, super cool, especially to come from him who he's experienced a lot of success. Um, you forget that these people, the reason they do succeed, you know, is because they have this different outlook on failure than other people. That's it, right? Um, and then, you know, we talked about, um, like I was saying, like, you know, from from a year to year thing, he keeps getting better because he's always focusing on on another thing to improve every offseason. There's always something else to do. And I think it was really cool. He said this offseason was a lot focused on just becoming a better person and trying to give back. And, you know, he talked a lot about, and like he said earlier, like the, the NIL stuff gave him a, a big opportunity to be able to give back. And it's cool what that has done, especially at just such a young age that he's at. He's already, you know, like I said, he had his free camp and he, he gives back a lot of like meals and stuff like that and, um, and just pours money into his community, which is, is really, really cool. And we talked a lot about how we talked about how the, the when he lines up from the DB, the mentality is to, to win 10 times out of 10. They don't know what the receiver is doing. And he just has that confidence, right? Because he's put in the preparation, right? Um, and it, the, prep, the, the confidence comes from that preparation, right? It's like an iceberg. If you guys have ever seen that, that metaphor where the preparation is underneath the water, the icebergs, when you just see a tip of an iceberg, there is a ton underneath. So I thought that was really cool, him talking about that. Um, and then, you know, he talked about what it means to make it happen to him. And he said that basically um, it, it's what it's what he would have said to his community because I gave him a, a time to talk about his to talk to his community. And I know there's gonna be a lot of people that listen to this that look up to him. And he said that, you know, if you have a goal or a dream, it's a can and will mindset. You can't let the fear of failure or not going after it um, get in the way. It needs to be, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And that's what he said, you know, making it happen is, um, it's pretty simple, right? It's just going out and, and, and chasing your goals and, and making them happen, right? So that's basically it from um, Jalen. Um, really good stuff. Give him a follow. Keep up with him this year. He's going to do really big things. Um, I'm super excited to watch him ball out. And uh, thank you guys so much again for listening to this. Um, please share. Share this around. First interview. So um, first interview that's been posted. So just share it around. Keep rating, reviewing. I really appreciate you guys' support. Keep tuning in. Um, and I'll, I'm going to have more guests. And I hope you enjoyed Jalen. So thank you guys so much. And once again, make it happen. Out.